Running with Jake, the quick hit. Hi, this is Jake from Running with Jake, the podcast. Full episodes are released every Wednesday, but this is the quick hit, which is audio taken from one of the live videos on my social channels. This one is from the Instagram lives that I do every Friday with ex-GB athlete, fellow coach, and my friend, Joe Wilkinson. To follow us both on Instagram, just search for Running with Jake and Running Joe 10K. Let's get into it. I hope you're well. I hope you're up for a great chat around not particularly the best subject. The subject, the topic, as you may know, is injury. We want to chat today around coping with injury with my good friend, Running Joe 10K. I have no idea where she is. She was on the road. She was traveling. I've been getting messages from her. Is she sat on the motorway somewhere? Is she at her destination? Joe, I'm going to let you in. I'm going to give you a little wave, first of all, because I quite like doing that. Hello, Joe. And then I'm going to let you in to the live. My list is getting bigger, by the way. It's getting longer and longer, all the things I want to talk about. I do feel I'm a bit of an injury expert, not for good reasons. Right, here we go. Hello. Joe, are you there? <laughs> are you there, Joe? I'm here. Can you see me? Is that a doctor's oh. waiting room? What's the waiting room? Is that a doctor's waiting room you're in? <laughs> you seen a psychiatrist? <laughs> I just go in the hotel and look, it's got this amazing, sort of slightly funky couch. Um, Love it. Yeah, straight. Right, something weird's going on with my phone. I don't know what, and I haven't got my earpods in. Oh, gosh, <laughs> here we go. Guys, I'm going to hold the fort today. If there are any major problems... Go <laughs> get them. <laughs> shall I just, um, shall I fill in? Do you want me to do some juggling? Maybe tell a few jokes? I'm wearing my poppy today. I see you're not wearing your poppy. Terrible. I remiss of me isn't it being the fact that i am actually a uh, military family Oop. are we ready are we ready to rock can you hear me now are you there are you yeah there? i can guys right, i like to it. think of myself as very professional we're over 100 episodes into the podcast now including the quick hits very professional broadcasters uh and then there's joe who kind of fills in somewhere Okay, okay. Can I just draw your attention back to the time when I waited 20 minutes for you to join the live and you came in right at the end? So You, you know said what? you weren't going to pick up on that. You weren't going to mention that. Look, you let's talk. I'm here. It's on time. I mean, admittedly, I didn't have all my equipment sorted, but I'm here with my lovely right. red sofa, which actually I have a red matching t-shirt. Look, I didn't have the top on. I sat down and I realised I'd just be like a floating head. <laughs> Let's capitalise on the fact you are here, Madam Floating Head. We're going to talk coping with injury. You're not coping with injury at the moment, unless it's something you haven't told me. I am, but it's something we can both relate to. If you are watching this and you've never had a running injury, I don't believe you. Uh, quite <laughs> frankly, it's something that can happen very easily and it can strike at the worst moments. Joe, do you want to kick things off? So somebody's just picked up an injury. This could be you. It could be one of your runners. Where do we start? How do we deal with with injury? How do we cope with it? Well, <laughs> there's a cold, cold, number of stages, I think, that comes with injury, um, coping with injury. And they're a bit like those stages of coping with grief as well. I think there's, um, you know, that, that general kind of recognised model of stages that you go through. Uh, usually it starts with frustration, um, anger, uh, and then denial all kind of mixed up and then hopefully we move on to acceptance and then we kind of go on from there but I think I always say to people you know there is nothing more frustrating and upsetting than getting an injury I think sometimes 
as you say, sometimes it feels it can come out in the blue. And sometimes actually when we look back with hindsight, we could see it, you know, we could see the early warning signs and we chose to ignore them. And I think that's sometimes almost more frustrating when you realise that actually there was something potentially I could have done to kind of head this injury off before it came. Um, because let's face it, we know that most running injuries come from overuse and therefore you do tend to get those early warning signs. But I think it, you know, where would you say you sit, Jake, currently on this continuum? Because I know you've talked about this this week as well, this whole kind yeah. of well, process no, that you go through. Knowing full well that we were talking about this today, it provoked me to do, uh, prompted me to do a post yesterday on Instagram talking about the four stages, which is quite interesting that you mentioned that, and I'm completely on board with that. Number one, I labelled as grumpy bear, which is exactly that. It's frustrating. And I think depending on how long you spend in each of those stages, it's largely determined, it's down to a number of things, really. You as a person, you know, personality, how do you deal with things? But also the impact of the injury, because we know that injuries are not all created equal. You know, is it something that's potentially long-term? Is it like a reoccurring injury? Because I often say sometimes they're the worst ones, not to kind of, you know, to put anybody in like a, a, a bad mood on a Friday, but they are the worst ones because you think, oh God, it's that again. Whereas almost if you have something new, you're like, oh, okay, well, this is different. Maybe I can problem solve this and it won't become an issue again in the future. So sometimes those reoccurring injuries can, can really have a, can plague our minds and obviously the impact in terms of how close did you get to your goal most of the training for races mm. you know i've mentioned before berlin 2011 i got injured two weeks three weeks before and i trained probably the hardest i've ever trained certainly sessions volume the, the amount of time i trained all that sort of stuff and i was proper bear with a sore head i think i just want to add a bit of a caveat here joe to what i'm about to say so I think that there is a, it's perfectly normal to go through the process. You're saying it's like grief and it is, it's like almost just connecting it to running again. It's like having a bad run. How do you deal with a bad run? Well, you might be really, you know, fed up initially and grumpy about it and that's fine. I think that you need to allow yourself some time and space to spend time in each of those stages. You know, it's okay to be a grumpy bear. It's okay to be a bit annoyed. Of course, and I mentioned this in the post yesterday, I think the sooner you can get to stage four, which is really that kind of, I would call it beyond acceptance. It's, you're more planning and getting pragmatic and going, right, how do I solve this? How do I move forward? I think the sooner you can get to stage four, the better. But it's a really weird thing, I think, Joe, and I'm interested to get your thoughts on this. Because if it's an acute injury, if you've got a problem where, I don't know, you've gone over any ankle, as I've done, we know that, that those initial kind of 24 to 48 hours, it's actually quite important that you do what you can to look after yourself. So you've got to be problem solving you've got to be in you've got to wear that hat and get pragmatic but actually you're a grumpy bear as well so you're kind of in this weird place where you're frustrated but you also need to have the mindset to say what can i do now to help myself do i need to get on it with the ice or do i need to book an appointment D does that make some sense to you yeah and actually i say you know the most important thing you need to do first is probably stop running <laughs> and i think how many of us have not stopped running um, and I think, you know, just going back to that kind of what I was saying about those stages and, and linking it to grief, it's because a lot of us run because it makes us feel good. And I know for myself and, and a lot of the runners I, I know, we have a bit of, we have an emotional connection with running. So when that is interrupted, unsurprisingly, you have an emotional relationship, but you have to stop running because if running has caused the problem or is aggravating the problem, it is not going to get better by more running. So that classic phrase, oh, well, I'll just go and run it off you're not going to run it off. You're going to make it worse. So rest and rest means rest. The other thing I often say to people is rest means rest. Don't poke it, prod it, hop around on it, uh, skip round, you know, massage it continuously. Um, 
stretch it, you know, just leave it alone. You have to leave it alone for a period of time because if you have an injury, it is tissue damage or it's some form of biological damage. And the only way that's going to heal is if you rest it and allow it to heal. So then there might also be other things, like you said, it might be that compression or ice or various things like that. But essentially, you've got to allow it time to heal. You've got to allow it time for rest and recovery. And that's a biological process. And it takes a set amount of time or a minimum amount of time. And nothing you can do can make it faster. So as soon as you, the sooner you can get into that mindset, the sooner you can get into stop, then the sooner you're actually going to get back to doing other things, um, you know, eventually get back to doing running that you want. But yeah, how many times do we know runners that just don't stop? <laughs> you know, and you think, ah! We understand it. Running. You know, we, uh, we understand it. You know, we speak frequently, Joe, and I know you're really honest with your followers and your runners, and we're honest with each other. And there's times where we don't practice what we preach. We try to, but we've made mistakes in the past, and, and I'm sure we'll make them again in the future because... Running is an amazing thing. It's what makes you feel good, which is what you said. I just want to stay on the subject of time because I think that's really significant. And I believe that's really important, if not one of the most important things to bear in mind when coping with injury. Because as runners, we want to get back out there, right? Because it makes us feel good. That's fine. That's understandable. Irrespective of what drives you running, you want to get out there ASAP, of course. And we want a quick fix. We want to see an osteopath or a chiropractor or a physiotherapist, or we want to stretch it out. Maybe if I stretch it out, that calf strain, maybe it will suddenly miraculously recover and I'll be all right to run tomorrow. We don't want to give it time because time is what it is. And, and it's kind of, it's almost, we, what is it? When is time? How long do we need to give it? It's the unknown. And, and that can bring about anxious feelings. So I think, I think, I'll just finish this point, Jeff. That's right. <laughs> I think that, Asking the question that you almost posed earlier, which is what else makes you feel good? What can you do that's safe, of course? It doesn't have to be connected to physical training. I'm sure there will be an element of that. And I'm sure we'll come on to cross training and bits and things you can do safely. But what else makes you feel good in life? Focus on that. What do you have the time for now? that you perhaps didn't have the time for when you're in serious training and trying to run five, six times a week and smash Berlin Marathon and earn a six-star medal and ah, whatever else. Joe, go. <laughs> so what I was going to say was you said the time is a great unknown. Now, it might be, but actually it, it's not always, particularly if you go and see some professional, uh, get a professional opinion from a physiotherapist or a, or a medical professional. But essentially, you know, I can tell you now, soft tissue damage to muscle fibres takes a minimum of seven to 10 days, okay? A minimum, it might take longer than that, partly depends on how much you rest it and how badly damaged it is, but that's the minimum, okay? That's it, no two ways around it, that's how long tissue, if you cut your hand, you know, that's how long it takes to heal, isn't it? And bone injuries take a minimum of four to six weeks and they may well take actually kind of eight to 12 weeks depending on the, the bone it is that you've got an injury in. So actually, there are some time scales, there are some minimum time scales, it might take longer than that and that's where it becomes unknown but again it goes back to that acceptance that's that's what it takes that's the time i so, think a big um, difficulty joe as well and, and i agree with what you're saying there but i think a big difficulty is, is when an injury is the unknown which it is for so many people because sometimes you know if you've broken something i mean i remember when i broke my ankle last year i think it was early in the year and you know i got advice and all that sort of stuff got on it and then you know knew the time scales i'm like Mr. Mr. Broken, I've, I've broken a lot of bones pre-running. I mean, as a kid, I almost had my own hospital bed reserved for me. I was in there that often. Broke both my arms, my collarbone, my ankle, various bits. So I am no stranger to breaks. 
But sometimes it's like, well, I don't know what the problem is. And that can often be the frustration, getting to the root cause of the problem. And that's where I think it becomes difficult. Because even if you do have a time scale, right? Like I know that it's soft tissue damage. I, I, what I'm going through at the moment, I know it's a calf strain. I'm, I'm experiencing that to know that it is without scans and things. And I'm certain it's very low grade kind of calf strain. It still needs a certain amount of time for those fibers to, to heal. But the ultimate test is actually going out there and doing it. It's actually testing it. Now, I think we want experts to say, right, you can run this distance at this pace on this day and this time. You'll be okay. But of course, they can't do that. Who's going to say that? So you've got to test. And I think that brings us nicely onto talking about time. Give yourself a time frame because I think that can really help you. So you have to decide because you're empowered here. You ultimately make the decision about when you test if you can run. Rather than waking up and thinking, you know, it feels right today. I might be okay. I might go and do 5K. No, you need to give it extra time, I believe. Of course, we're not talking about specific injury here. We're talking generally. But if you generally feel okay walking around, you don't feel it day to day, it's the first time that you've woken up and, and those symptoms have gone, give it extra time. And then when you do test it, you've got to test it super safely. And I know this is something you believe strongly in, Joe. When you do get out there and test it, as I'm going to next Monday, it's not for fitness, I'm not trying to work towards, and you're laughing at this, I'm not trying to work towards a Manchester Marathon next Monday when I'm jogging or plodding for like 60 seconds. That's not what I'm doing. I'm testing things. Am I safe? Am I okay to go to the next phase? Because even if that goes well, and I'm going to hand to you in a second, Joe, it doesn't necessarily mean you're out of the woods. Oh, I'm fine. That went well. I ran six lots of 60 seconds or whatever the format might be. And, oh, I'm fine. I'll go and join the club this Thursday. No, it's got to, you've got to test very, very safely. Because when you return, which is what I said in my post yesterday, you want to make sure you're back for mm. good. Uh, you know, certainly for as long as possible. I think, Joe, tricky, isn't it, though? It's yeah. Tricky. So I say, I would say to runners, there's three stages, okay? There's recovery. That's where that repair, that biological process happens, whether it's bone rebuilding itself or, or soft tissue repairing itself. Then you've got rehab, and that's the one that most people miss out. And then you've got training. So by the very nature of the fact that something was damaged, let's say a muscle um, is damaged, it's now weaker. And it's not, even when it's repaired itself and the, the, the fibres have kind of knitted back together, it's still not going to be back to the strength it was. And that's why you need to do rehab. And what happens is people go straight back into training and skip rehab. I think the other thing then, so that there's um, AC running as, as put on here, you know, I've got plantar fasciitis, I feel like I've tried everything. I think the other thing is as well, we don't always look at the causes. So it might be that you've got plantar fasciitis in your foot, that is where you would have it in your foot, obviously. But um, actually, what, what the problem might be is much higher up that kinetic chain. And so every time you keep running, you've still got weakness in your glute, you're still perhaps, I'm not diagnosing you at all, but do you know what I mean? It's that whole thing about what is actually the underlying cause? So I need to do rehab, for example. I need to do rehab on this foot to get this plantar fascia, you know, back to strength, um, back functioning as it should. I probably need to strengthen my calf as well so that that supports it. I probably need to strengthen my glute as well so that that supports the whole chain all the way down from, from kind of the top down. So that rehab phase is really critically important. And I think a lot of the time, that's what people miss out because you just get back into it. And the number of times I speak to runners and they say, oh, well, I went to a physio, brilliant. I'm really glad you got some professional advice. Are you doing the exercises? Well, I did them for a few days and then it seemed to be okay. Completely pointless. You might as well have 
giving your money somewhere else um throwing it out the window because you know again those that kind of rehab that changing strength of a muscle takes a minimum of two to three weeks i'm not saying you can't go back to running for that two to three weeks but you need to accept that if you're going to go and get professional rise if you're going to go and get rehab exercises commit to them probably for a period of seven to eight weeks to really make a difference to knock an injury on the head so don't just think oh i'll do them a couple of times now it feels all right oh back running sorted because i think that's where that kind of repeated problem arises and like you say we all want a quick fix we all want something someone to tell us 10 days do this you'll be fine you can start your marathon training the week after we we don't want to do rehab and physio is boring <laughs> we want mr Miyagi to clap his hands <laughs> You're healed. I'm really, really you go. stern and serious today. <laughs> it's true. No, it's good. I like it. I like Stern Joe. But look, the reality is it is boring to do all these physio things. I think most people would agree that it's not what you want to do, but it's doing the things that are necessary to enable you to do what you want to do, which is run. And in this case, we're talking about coping with injury, return to injury, uh, return to running rather, as quickly and as safely as possible. And sometimes, you know, and I would put this as a bit of a, in a positive, because you know I always try to reframe things in a positive light. If you have an injury, there are positives, which are, hopefully if we have time I want to cover in this video. But I think that one of the positives is an awareness that you might have a bit of a weakness that you can address. So in the case of uh, AC running uh, with the plantar fasciitis, you come out the other side, which I hope you do indeed, my friend. And then you're thinking, well, actually, you know, like Joe's saying, maybe what was the root cause of that? Okay, the, the symptoms were in the foot, but what was the problem? What do I need to do to avoid that happening in the future? And then don't just think, right, I'm okay. I'm going to stop doing those exercises now. Find almost a mini routine through the help of maybe specialists and experts, physios or whoever, and then commit that and build that into your training. I know for a fact that doing the calf strengthening exercises, both bent knee and straight knee, was so helpful for me for my return when I injured my calf previously. Then I let them go for various reasons I won't bore you with in this video. And I think that while I can't say categorically I got injured because I let those exercises go, it certainly wouldn't have helped. Certainly wouldn't have helped. So straight away I've got that awareness. I'm like, right, I am going to focus on those strength exercises. Joe, I sent a message, a photo, a selfie to, to my runners the other night because I was sat there. We were just, it's quite late at night. Me and Martina just sat down. I'm going to put a bit of TV on, chill out. I was like, oh crap. I haven't done my, my calf raises. She said, well, are you going to do them now? And it was about 10 o'clock or something. I've got to do that. I've got to do this. Why are you going to do them? Because normally I do it at the gym. So I just went outside where the steps are. And I was in my slippers and in the, in the, in the hallway there, I'm thinking, God, I hope nobody comes from one of the other apartments and watches me doing calf raises in my slippers at like half past 10 at night. But I needed to do it. And the more that you build that into your training and really get it in your head, you're going to get that habit. You'll feel confident because you know you're doing what you can to help yourself. And when you're back, like we said, you want to stay back because it's so frustrating. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, partly, as you say, learn from that experience. So recognize those early warning signs. So, again, going back to plantar fasciitis. Now, I speak from experience with someone that managed to rupture both of them at different times. Um, that took quite a long while to get back from. But I know that's a biomechanical problem that, that caused the, the ruptures in the end. And I know what the early warning signs are now. And I was saying to somebody the other night, I know when I start to get a, just a bit of rubbing in the shoe on the inside of the arch of my foot. And then I look, you know, I have an honest conversation with myself and know that I've basically let those foot exercises slip and, and the foot and the glute actually have to kind of work on the two to really um, manage it. And, but I'm tuned into that early warning sign. Now, if I was perfect, I wouldn't let them slip in the first place. But I'm not perfect, you know. Even, even we are not perfect, are we, Dave? We've just admitted. So 
but it's knowing that I can just carry on and not do them. Like you say, I can sit down. Oh, at ten, I've wanted to sit on the sofa now. I'm knackered. But actually, then it's thinking to myself, well, I, you know, I love running, and what enables me to keep running is actually doing these basic conditioning exercises on a regular basis. So therefore, get off the sofa and go and do them because you can't then complain that you've got an injury if you knew what the signs were. And, and it's the sport we've chosen. And I think it's really important to accept that. Uh, um, I know that sounds a bit funny. It's like, well, what do you expect? But, but there's a high chance that you will get an injury with, with running. And I hope you don't. And I hope it's nothing that sets you back for a long time. But it's important to have that awareness because then it's, yes, it's still disappointing when it happens, but it's almost less of a shock. Whereas if you think I'm never going to get injured, I'm never going to get injured, you know, it's like a, a mountain biker thinking, well, I, you know, I'm never going to come off the bike. I hope I don't come off the bike. But the odds are you probably are, you know, and that's the nature of the sport. My girlfriend, I've mentioned before, her background swimming, rarely got injured. I don't think she's ever been injured through swimming. Maybe the odd little shoulder tweak, but really nothing because it's the nature of the support. The, the, the sport, you've got the support of the water. We've chosen running and it's wonderful. So let's do what we can to enable us to keep running. And just on that, joke, a couple of things I want to mention. So in those early stages, when you are a bit knee-jerky, do you know what I mean? That kind of grumpy mm. phase, a bit frustrated, you, oh, quick fix and all that stuff. I think it's really important to, to let racers go. Because you might let a race go if it's like imminent, you know, if it's like that weekend and you injure yourself on a Wednesday, then you might say, all right, I'm not, okay, that's that done. But you know, if it's like the race is perhaps at that funny period where you think, oh, it's a couple of weeks or three, oh, I might be okay. You think, oh, I just, I would just let the races go. If it's far enough in the future, you might think, maybe there's a chance I, I might be able to take part in that. But don't pin all your hopes and prayers on it because that will, I think, Put you, you're putting yourself under pressure to get back sooner than perhaps yeah. your injury wants you to and allows you to, you know. So just kind of having that mindset and don't live with an unhealthy amount of hope. So don't be in that. We all use, use that phrase. You know, I hope that my little test on Monday goes okay. But I'm not going to, I hope, I hope, I really hope, I hope. Because then I'm just setting myself up for disappointment. You've got to be realistic as well and, and always expect that, or always be aware of the fact that you might have to, Give yourself that little bit extra time. There's that word again, Joe. Time. Yeah. Time, time, so time, actually, time, time. talking about time, just one thing I, I meant to pick up before on what you said, this birth jog back that you're going to do. I, so I am, you know, my runners, the, the runners that I coach will tell you, they often get sometimes only two minutes or five minutes, something really, really short. And, and I say to them, that first run, you've got to stop before it's too much. And it's very difficult to decide when that point is. So let's decide in advance. It's really cautious. I'm really sorry it's cautious, but we can build from this. So let's go out and do five. You know, sometimes I say 10 minutes, depending on how generous I'm, depending on the nature of the injury and all the rest of it. But rarely is it much more than that kind of 10, 15 minutes maximum. Um, because like we said, it's not this, this first run you're going to do on Monday. It's not training. It's just to see how it feels. No so, spikes. No, no, no spikes. spikes, no pace. Carbon shoes? You could do a couple of little strides if you want, but if you're going to do some strides, then do less volume overall time on feet. You know, you're just testing it. And then you're going to see, leave it 24 hours, ideally maybe 48. You know, I would start back on alternate days. Give it the next day to react as well, because sometimes you feel amazing while you're out there, don't you? Because it's just so amazing to be back running that you kind of switch off that pain and it's only sort of a couple of hours later. You're like, oh, actually now it's, it's sore. So... Set a time in your mind before you go out, probably half whatever that time is, 
<laughs> because we're all going to be overestimate it and then go out and then leave it to the next day, a minimum of leaving it to the next day and see how it feels after that. And then I think you it's can a great actually point. plan your way back. And I yeah, think that's, that's a great point. So I was going to say, I just feel, you know, sometimes I feel with injury, we feel, I sense a little bit on AC running and I apologise if I'm putting emotions into you, to you, but that disappointment and lack of control over the whole situation. And there is nothing worse than feeling out of control. So take control, be proactive, make a plan, but make it a cautious plan because you're going to plan then to have a cliche. You're planning that's going to have for success rather than setting yourself up for failure and more disappointment. So how long are you going to oh, go on Monday then? Now I said that. Oh, on Monday. Like, <laughs> 35 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, well, I'm going to cancel my track session. I mean, there's only a couple of hill reps for God's sake. What's the problem with that, man? No, I think that's a great point. Not just thinking right and back, which is what I said earlier. Give yourself the extra day. Even if you do run every day normally, well, that's not what we're doing at the moment. You're just testing things. You want to do it safely. And what you don't want to do is push too far and then miss the moment so you've not caught it in time. You know, if, if, if your injury does give you one or two warning signs, so for me, for example, if it gives me a warning sign on the Tuesday after the Monday that it's not quite right, there's still a problem. I want the warning sign to be so low level. Does that make sense? Yeah, I don't want yeah, it to be absolutely. like big alarm bells, you know, screaming yeah. at me. I just want it to be, do you know what, mate? I just need a little bit more time, if that's all right. Could you just get your brown ass in the pool a bit more and just chill out with the running and maybe you can get back the following week? That's how it needs to be, mm. that kind of conversation, as it were, with the injury. So you don't want to go beyond that. I think it's really important. Just for the time we've got, I want to do a bit of reframing. I like a bit of reframing, positive stuff. So um, this is... I was thinking about this myself in terms of my injury journey, as it were, at the moment. What are the positives? What are the negatives? Reframing is really important. This could potentially give you some ideas, some suggestions, some thoughts, things to think about to help you reframe your injury if you do have one at the moment. So the positives with me being injury, it's an opportunity to problem solve. I've been given an opportunity to solve a problem, which is always, it always feels good if we solve that problem. So that is definitely a positive. It's an opportunity to try new things. I'm getting in the pool. I'm well out of my comfort zone with that. My girlfriend's a swimmer. I'm not. I'm cycling. I'm exploring Hampshire where I've recently moved to. You know, it's beautiful. I'm still being careful. Even if you jump into cross training, if it's not what you're used to, even if you've not got the impact of running, you just need to be mindful of intensity. You can still overdo it in other forms of activity. It's enabling me to rest any underlying niggles that I don't even know about. So while you might be resting, we'll use plantar fasciitis as an example, you might be resting your hips or other bits that are not really problematic at the moment, but if you kept going, they might be. So that's definitely a positive. You can shift the focus to helping others. I mean, as a coach, you, you have to do that. It's what we do. We can't just say, right, I'm fed up. I'm not running, sod you lot. We're focused <laughs> on others. But even if you're not a coach, even if you're not a coach, you know, you can focus on helping others. Don't come away from Strava. Support other people. They'll be there to support you as well. You can educate yourself to be better prepared in the future and get planning an appreciation for running. Now, this comes from uh, Richard, who is, I believe, on this live. He messaged me the other day, and I love this. We exchanged a couple of messages. He was saying he's suffering an injury at the moment. I hope you come back soon, Richard. Saying that, actually, you know, it's an appreciation for running again, developing the love and relationship with hard work. His term was hard graft, because it is, isn't it, when you're training for goals and stuff. And it gives you that kind of appreciation for that. You want to get back out there. So there's lots of positives. What's the negative? I'm not running. A bit miserable. That's it. There's only one. There's only one negative. Joe, is there anything else you want to add with the few minutes that we've got? 
so I am going to just put a little plug in for my own website because I did write a blog uh, about a year ago, which which was called How to Be Injured More Successfully, which kind of goes through everything we've said anyway. I should have just basically read it myself before this and uh, just talked through that. But yeah, check that out because it's got some check good it points out, in there, I like to think. Check it out, check it out. And remember, knowledge is not power. Knowledge is potential power. It's only power if you actually actually apply it. It's a bit like the physio exercises. Don't just learn about them from an expert. Bloody do them because we want you back running. It's what we do. <laughs> Joe, um, have fun on your red couch there. I hope your um, your therapy sessions go goes well. <laughs> Guys, have a great weekend. Stay in one piece. If you want to catch up on this uh, live video in audio form, the podcast, then it's a quick hit. Just search Running With Jake on your podcast app. We release full-length episodes, main episodes every Wednesday, as you probably know. Have a great weekend. I'm going to do my exercises on Monday. I'm going to stay safe. Practice what I preach. See you, Joe. Goodbye. Good luck. That was Running With Jake, The Quick Hit. Hear the brand new full-length podcast every Wednesday or catch up now by searching Running With Jake, The Podcast.